Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 2, 2019, the Abbey Road Turns 50 edition. Recently resigned and disgraced New York Congressman Christopher Collins pled guilty Tuesday to conspiracy to commit securities fraud and lying to the FBI, ending his federal insider trading case. He had uh, previously been charged, stood down from a run for Congress, then uh, decided to restand and was, of course, reelected by his New York state constituency. His resignation throws into question this seat, which is uh, from the suburbs of Buffalo and Rochester. It's um, a really interesting case that uh, he fought until he didn't. Next up, uh, also from the Wall Street Journal, Swede Bank has ousted executives in its Estonian unit amid an internal probe. The bank removed three executives and appointed permanent leaders in its troubled Estonian division as part of its probe into the allegations of weak anti-money laundering compliance. The bank said it had terminated uh, the division's former CEO and CFO, who had been suspended back in June. It had also ousted the head of the bank's private customer division. The moves were all resorts result of shortcomings that Swede Bank identified as part of its ongoing probe into allegations that dirty money, much of it from Russia, flowed through its Estonian division. Uh, Our next story, also from the Wall Street Journal, is that General Electric, or GE, will pay $2.7 million over Cuba sanctions. Subsidiaries of GE allegedly received checks totaling $8 million from a blacklisted Cuban entity. GE agreed to pay this uh, to the U.S. Treasury to settle uh, violations of sanctions on Cuba. Three current and former subsidiaries of the conglomerate allegedly received 289 checks totaling more than $8 million directly from a Cuba entity blacklisted by the U.S. That blacklisted entity is Cobalt Refining Company, a joint venture between a GE customer in Canada and the Cuban government. And finally, on a uh, much lighter note, Abbey Road turns 50. The Fab Four's final album celebrates its golden anniversary with a remixed edition that reveals the crowning achievement of the group's career and an example of creativity cut short. Few albums uh, put rather uh, end a band's career as uh, well as Abbey Road does. It was released uh, 50 years ago this week. While it's still not clear if Abbey Road was intended as a farewell album, the final song, The End, is an unambiguously named track that includes valedictory solos for each of the four Beatles and a sweet harmonizing closing lyric, which of course says, and in the end, the love you make, or rather the love you take, is equal to the love you make. It's not clear whether this was a final farewell intentionally or not. Could have been, um, but at this point, all we can do is sit back and enjoy one of the great albums of all time and wonder what could have been if there had been more Beatles albums going forward. So if you haven't listened to Abbey Road in some time, uh, check it out. I'm sure you will enjoy it just as I have. 
hope you'll check out a new podcast which premiered on the Compliance Podcast Network this week, Allison Van Hooser and her podcast, State, a podcast on leadership. Once again, it premieres on the Compliance Podcast Network. I know you'll enjoy it. She's quite a dynamic speaker. Last week, Vince Walden premiered The Walden Pond, which takes a look at takes a look at data and compliance. It's a great new addition to the Compliance Podcast Network. Check them both out.